Good morning, my loves, and welcome to the Heartfelt Pod. I'm saying good morning because it's currently 8 a.m. I was meant to actually wake up at 8 a.m., but for some reason, my body decided to do it at 6.30, which I'm actually not complaining about. You know what's one of the worst things? When you wake up in the middle of the night and you just feel really, like, energized and ready to start the day, so, like, your brain starts thinking it's probably just you know early in the morning and it's still dark outside because it's winter time so it's still dark when you wake up and then you check the clock and it's 3 7 a.m and you're just like fuck i have to go back to sleep it's probably one of my least favorite feelings ever just because i think this is something that not a lot of people relate to but i don't like sleeping that much or it's just like it's not that i don't like the activity of sleeping is just that I have so many other interesting things to do with my life and my day and my time that sleeping I don't want to say it feels like a waste of time because I know it's really really important to your life but it's just like for me sleeping is just boring and it's like a break I have to take in the day and I know it may sound like almost unhealthy too high energy like never get any rest kind of vibe but it's not what I mean it's just like you want you know when you're like you're going to sleep and you're already like excited to wake up I feel like I often experience that and I just don't like the activity of having to stop whatever I'm doing and just like go to sleep and be like okay see ya in like eight hours if you're lucky you know what I mean maybe you don't probably most of you don't identify with this because I know people just love sleep my best friend is literally I don't want to say a sleep addict but like she indulges in sleep she loves sleep her body loves sleep apparently because mine doesn't really um and she can sleep for like 12 hours if like she has the time to I literally cannot I will wake up at 7 a.m whether that's holiday whether that's the weekend and I don't really mind I just have like there's always so many things that I want to do with my day with my time with my mornings especially because I tend to have so much more energy in the morning um, definitely a morning person and I've come to learn that it's really like a physiological biological thing I think like whether you're a morning or an evening person just because I know some of my friends for my flatmate for example she goes to sleep at like 2 3 um, a.m and she like has so much energy in the evening can go to gym can study then and I am just like dozing off watching my tv shows and in bed by 11 so there's just different types of people I don't know why I went on that little tangent, but um, as I said, it's the morning. I'm currently sat in my bed under my, and drumroll please, electric blanket. Yes, guys, I have invested in an electric blanket. It's a new addition to my life, which I didn't even consider as a purchase until this weekend, this past weekend, because I went over to my friend's flat and I was meant to just be there for like an hour and then go home and then she showed me her electric blanket and like she had it put under her um like mattress cover so basically it was like it was as if the whole bed was heated up like you know like a car seat and I didn't know you can do that with electric blankets for some reason I just assumed you just like use them as a cover-up I don't know if that made sense you know what I mean like I just never thought about putting them underneath your mattress not underneath your mattress what am I talking about underneath your mattress cover But I was just like, oh my god, I am staying. I am not leaving this flat and going into the cold evening and like taking the tube. No, 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 I'm I'm staying over. So I stayed over partially because of the electric blanket. 
And then I was just dreaming about it when I came home and I was like, oh, I know it costs a bit because like I don't want to buy the cheapest one because it's like it's a technology piece. What am I saying? Technology piece? You know, it's like a gadget, a tech gadget. And with stuff like that, um, you know, I'm a, I, I can be a cheap bitch when it comes to a lot of things. But I think and this is also the words of my friends, the same one that had the electric blanket. She said, you know, I invest in quality gadgets. And I think that's true. Like technology wears out wears out is that even a word you know it's like it's important to have quality things that's gonna that are gonna last you because it's usually a, an investment anyways like technology isn't really cheap so you know why buy the cheapest blanket that i'm gonna have to like rebuy in two years time because it's gonna break or like whatever doesn't matter why am i going on that tangent i bought an electric blanket and i spend like 50 pounds on it but i was just like you know what it's my christmas gift to myself the price of heating is really high in the uk i am really easily cold like i just usually wake up not shivering okay i don't want to exaggerate but like i usually wake up in my bed and i'm just really really cold especially after like, i leave my bed for like to make myself coffee and i go back and i'm just like an ice cube so this electric blanket is just like something else like right now I just have like a warm piece of fuzz over my legs and the whole body and it's just so nice and I don't want to leave my bed at all and start my day but um, it's okay and that's the setup for today's podcast. I just really felt inclined to do so right now. I don't know. I didn't plan this. I was meant to do it last evening but I ended up watching two episodes of Young Royals which if you don't know, if you've never heard about it, it's a Swedish Netflix TV show about a gay prince and like kind of his high school drama but like i know i know how it sounds right like a high school drama tv show another one really yes really but this one is different i think maybe because it's not american i don't want to say like throw things out there but it's a swedish tv show as i said and it just has a really different feel it feels much more real and realistic and like up to date with how teenagers are right now and i also believe that the teenagers like the people starring in it, the main cast, is also composed of teenagers and not like 25 years old, 20 or 25 year olds, 25 years old? You know what I mean. As it's usually in the case of like American TV, I feel like, or even British TV, it's usually just like teenagers are very poorly represented. And usually when they are represented, it's just very like overdone and like really not how people behave in real life. Like the lines they deliver or the drama that happens i feel like people are not really that mean in real life maybe some but like i don't know gosh these like high school dramas like elite and stuff like that it's a bit too much that was the reason for which i didn't record a podcast yesterday and i don't really have a plan for this one i don't even know what it's gonna be entitled i just really felt the need to talk come over here and talk i've just had the most hectic month or two months it feels like so many things have been happening both externally as well as internally i think for me these two go i don't want to say hand in hand because what happens internally is much more important to me and when i say internally is like how i feel about certain things certain people certain realizations because i have learned so many things this year and i think one of the most important ones is that so much of life is about your perception i know it's quite like an obvious thing but I would even say, like, dare to say that it's whatever happens in real world is like 20% and your perception of it and your 
the way you feel about it composes like 80% of how it's going to affect you. So really, you can feel both shit and exhilarated at the same situation and one doesn't exclude the other no they do kind of exclude each other but in tech i'm saying that like few things are like objectively good or bad or i would dare to say no things are objectively good or bad where was i even going with this oh yeah that (laughs) i was saying that my perception really matters to me and like how i feel about my life my relationships my what i do with my free time all of that really really matters to me And I can be literally having the same week and feel amazing, energized and great about it or sad and horrible the next one or in a different scenario. Yeah, let's let's change the subject because I feel like I have gone myself into a hole of a sorts. But yeah, as I was saying, I've had really hectic times recently. So much has been happening. Just like I don't know how to describe it. It just feels like my calendar is constantly overbooked. And I have plans for every, I don't want to say every single hour, I'm not going to be dramatic. It almost feels like it. Like, I have my weeks planned in advance. I try to do so many things at once and I feel like there's so many parts of my life are, like, active right now. If that makes sense, like, I feel pulled in so many directions. And I just, I find it hard to decide how to spend my time and how to distribute it between these different areas of life if that makes sense i'm talking you know social lifetime with friends and all of that i'm talking university studying and obviously we're getting closer to end of term and exams and you know coursework submission and all of that so i also want to you know focus adequately on that and give it my best because it's my final year um i also i don't know if i mentioned it here um possibly not but This is news, guys. I have started working at a cafe about three weeks ago, I want to say. I haven't even worked that much. I've done like four shifts, I think, um, because I was not looking for like a part-time 20-hour-a-week job because I don't have time for that. But um, I was really, really lucky to find a place, like a cafe to work at that was really chill with my hours. So literally like working once a week because that's basically what I wanted. I didn't as I said, didn't want a part-time job, just wanted like a little side hassle (laughs) that will bring me some extra cash every week so that I can like feel better about my spending and just, you know, have little savings here and there. And just, you know, London is an expensive place to live. I don't have to explain why one would want a job here. Um, But I, yeah, as I said, like I've been really lucky to have found, I don't want to say the most amazing job. It's, it's just a job, but it's, it's really great. And even though like I technically earn minimum wage, I'm also getting service charge because it's like, I'm a waitress. So I wait tables. And if you don't know, in the UK, like all bills come with a service charge. So we're also getting kind of tips from that. And it's actually really, really good. So I am really happy with everything at that place. It's also like so close to me. It's this really cute brunch cafe spot um and we get free coffees when we're on the job like I really cannot complain and even though I've only as I said like I've worked four shifts it's just been so nice to because I've never had a service job before you know like a job like that a waitress barista whatever it is and because it's such a busy thing and that place that cafe I work at also gets really really busy during the day it's just like you have zero time to think like you go in there and your brain turns off itself turns itself off or like not completely obviously because you need to stay alert 
and you're actually being very active when it comes to like you know running um the orders like going from place to place like taking orders like you have to logically strategically think about many things when you're you know when the place gets really busy but because of that there is literally zero capacity in my brain for like overthinking or contemplating my life or thinking about my issues or worrying or anxiety like none of that exists and it's just really weird but also refreshing to just leave the work at like 4 p.m and realize like I have not had a single thought about my life for the past like eight hours the only thing I've been thinking about is Turkish eggs and lattes and flat whites and all of that and it's just something is nice about it. I know that I'm probably like idealizing it because I'm only doing one day a week and it will probably feel very, very different if I were doing it full time. But I'm glad I'm liking it, you know, because I've always had a dream of having like a job at a cafe. I still want to be a barista at some point in my life, but um, for now it suits me well and I'm really happy about that. So that has also been another thing. I know it was a long tangent, but that's also been another thing that's been taking you know a part of my time like a seventh of my week basically because I'm working one day a week and also I don't know there's just so many things I want to do with my free the remainings of my free time that you know get left after I work meet up with all of my friends and go to uni which is not a lot but you know there's just I'm a really active person I'm a really energetic person and I just want to do so many things like I want to do this podcast I want to do YouTube because I've been really inactive up on there for the past month and it has been both due to like time constraints but also I've just been really unmotivated because I, I went I, I recently uploaded a video kind of explaining it a little bit but basically I've just been not feeling really inspired to do YouTube because I feel like my content has no deeper meaning to it all of that and the past few months have been quite I would say like reflective and spiritual for me and this is definitely like a side of myself that I'm leaning so much more towards than ever before and therefore it is important for me or it has always been important for me but now it's becoming increasingly crucial that my content kind of represents something and stands for what I think and believe in and kind of makes people think at least I don't I'm not saying it has to change the world and make people's lives better I mean it would be great but you know um realistic expectations let's adjust them but you know at least like I want people to be reflective upon watching my videos and because I feel like my typical productive UCL vlogs are not really delivering that I just haven't been really motivated to do them um but it's a work in progress like I'm definitely not wiping myself off of the face of YouTube also I need a sip of something because I'm, I feel like my voice is just getting like uh you know more and more and so yeah, YouTube, podcasts, and also sports, like I love sports, so pole dancing, I've been trying to do it like at least twice a week, and also, I don't know, some running, yoga, I'm also part of the yoga society, last Saturday I went on a like <laughs> 27 kilometer hike with the hiking club, like you, you get the gist, I'm quite an active person, both physically and just like with my free time, like, I'm very proactive about everything I do, I feel like, and past few weeks have really been requiring of me to run high on energy, and I've been kind of delivering, like, I'm not gonna lie, I've been kind of slaying it, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I've been slaying it, like, I, for some reason, it hasn't worn me out yet, all of that, all of those things, because I know for some of you listening out there, 
you're just overwhelmed just by listening to it. And I get it because it really depends on my mood and the state I'm in and there's periods of my life where I can just really just motivate myself to about exist and just do the bare minimum. Those times aren't frequent, but I have experienced them. But lots of the times I'm just running really high on energy and I'm just thinking where that, like, where's that energy coming from? I'm on one hand doing all these things, participating in my life actively, and on the other, I'm like watching it from the side, being like, hey girly, should you take a break? Like, maybe, you know, take a step back, have an evening in, maybe don't overbook your calendar as you do every single week, maybe do a bit less this week, maybe watch a movie instead of making, you know, editing YouTube and always doing something like semi-productive at least. I don't know, I haven't burned myself out in this regards yet like obviously I do get tired sometimes and I do need breaks and it's not like I'm out every single day but I've definitely been going out and meeting with people more than I have spent been like spending time by myself um let alone spending time by myself like quote-unquote unproductively as in like watching things for example or just I don't know like on my phone stuff like that like even when I'm by myself I just usually like cook or clean or um I mean, reading a book, you can consider it both ways, but like, also haven't been reading that much. I'm not gonna give myself praise for that because I'm actually sucking at that right now. Um, I just started a new book actually today. (laughs) What was the accent? Today. Um, It's called The Island of Missing Trees by Elif Shafak. Maybe you've heard of it. I'm not gonna talk about it because I literally read five pages and picked up this microphone. This is how my attention span is with books right now. So yeah, I'm hoping I will have enough energy to last me till end of this term, which is three more weeks. Um, Definitely a part of me is already kind of fantasizing about going home and just Christmas break and just taking a step back, as I said, because I feel like in London it just comes so much more difficult than at home. At home, I'm literally just resting most of the time. Okay, that's a lie, but I'm like, it's so much easier for me to rest and just be kind of lazy and just kind of regain my energy, right? Here in London, I just feel like it's not even FOMO anymore. I feel like I've stepped over that. I've kind of entered a phase where I just I just love meeting people and being out. And okay, that sounds dumb because it's not like I haven't been like that before. But I don't know. I've just been drawing so much satisfaction from my relationships recently in my life. Like I've been journaling a lot about it as well. Like I just feel like my cup is very full in terms of like love and attention and care from other people. And it's honestly a beautiful thing to say and I'm very, very grateful for it because I've had so many moments of doubt about my relationships in the past years, even as more friends and people started coming into my life as I, you know, started living on my own and moved to London. I've definitely never had as many friends as I do now before in my life, Um, which not to say, oh my God, it's so great because I need as many as I can count because obviously quality over quantity when it comes to people but the way I see it is just like there's so many people I relate to and there's so many people I feel like I connect with on some less or more deep level and I just want to honor these relationships and it's just been I don't know I've just been having so many like raw and honest and interesting conversations with my friends and acquaintances even and I just feel like I'm becoming a more honest person when it comes to my relationships overall I feel like the past two months again like it's been a period during which I've just had this really intense need this inner need of honesty and I'm not talking brutal honesty as in like (laughs) 
you look shit today. <laughs> but as in like honesty in my relationships and just saying how both sides feel in regards to certain things. And I think it's such an underappreciated thing or maybe underappreciated is not the correct phrasing because I think people are like people know that honesty is important in relationships right I think all of you would agree but who ever executes it even in our closest relationships guys like to be fair it's really hard it is really hard because honesty often requires to kind of break that bubble of everything's great everything's nice we're all having fun it requires you to sometimes be maybe a bit critical of your friends when they're you know I don't know doing something that is hurting you or possibly hurting themselves or maybe something's not working within your relationships and you just need to have that difficult conversations in order to surpass that obstacle and move forwards and be stronger together but it's difficult to bring it up and it's so much easier to just like sweep it under the rug and pretend it's not there you know I pretend I do not see kind of vibes um, but I've just been having the opposite thing as in like the silence and the not talking about things bothers me more than the honesty and I wish I mean okay I don't want to say I wish all of my friends were like more honest with me because I think I that goes both ways like I could be more honest with them and I'm not I have this need to be honest but I don't always execute it because I like I'm scared of hurting other people or I'm like maybe they're not ready for that conversation I don't know there's just been that side of me recently and I'm curious to see where it takes me um I think people should appreciate honesty more as well like I've had a really amazing conversation with my friends the other day when we were in Spain um I was just sat with two of my two of my like girlfriends and we were just I started the conversation of like what is the most annoying things about me guys like be honest I'm not gonna get offended I just like literally want constructive criticism and feedback and they didn't necessarily tell me but like we started talking about different things and about our honesty between each other and about the things that maybe have bothered us about each other in the past but it wasn't like a fight it we were just really open and vulnerable with each other and treating whatever anyone said with like compassion and care and it was just such a beautiful space to exist in for these few hours of our conversation I don't know I would just felt really like wow I had no idea our conversations couldn't even go to that level. I mean, it sounds bad. It's not that I thought of our con- like conversations or, our li- or relationship as limited, but it's just like, I never thought we would have those kinds of conversations like a year ago or something. So it's really nice. And also I think we should give the people in our life grace in those ways, because I think we often, and I've talked about it in the past episode, which um, was about like relationships and like, just how I interact with people in my life and I've been saying that like we really have the tendency to just put our friends and people in our life into boxes that we find suitable for them and like boxes that like we create for them based on I don't know how they acted in the past or let me wait turn the heating on my blanket off because it's actually getting hot I feel like we just you know once people give us enough inputs about the kind of people they are we just kind of create the rest of the story for them and like we expect them to act certain ways or be a certain type of person or show up for us in certain ways and it's just we're not allowing for them to just execute their free will and just be the kind of person they are on that given day and take that as it is and stay open to that because we just put them into these narrow boxes and definitions we have for them and I am really actively also trying to do that in my life like not define myself Uh, sorry not define my friends for myself but let them do that and let them come to me and show up as the type of person they are feeling 
as that day, if that makes sense. I hope it does. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to go on that tangent because, as I said, I made a whole freaking episode about that. What else? Where, where was I even going with this? Anyways, yeah, I've just been saying the whole narrative that connects all of those side tangents I'm going on now is that I feel like I'm being pulled in all of these directions at once and all of them kind of require my attention and care, obviously, these parts of my life. And I care about them all, maybe not equally, equally, but like, because I'm not going to say I care about my work more than I care my about my relationships, but it's just like, I'm not the type of person to do things like halfway. Is that how you do it? Or like half measured? Uh, I hope you know what I mean. It's just like, if I decide to devote my time to something, if I decide to do something, pursue an activity, a relationship, whatever it is, I am giving it my all maybe not 110 percent, but like at least a good 90 i would say 90 percent of my energy 90 percent of my effort usually 100 it's just like in my head it's because i have these time constraints as you know every human being has i just feel like what's the point of engaging in something or in any relationship whatever it is if i'm not giving it the appropriate time of day if i'm just doing it you know just just to check it off it doesn't really make sense in my head I'd rather do one thing fully than engage into like partially, if that makes sense. I know it's not that simple usually and it's not all about maths, but um, I hope you're getting the picture I'm trying to paint here. I feel like I use that phrase quite often in my podcast also, to paint a picture. Zobrazować, if any of you are Polish. <laughs> a word of the day for you. And I think because of that, um those you know time constraints all of these things begging for my attention i'm kidding i'm kidding but you know what i mean like basically having so many different things i'm um drawn towards and want to engage in it's really important to have your values and priorities straight because you cannot do it all at once i think i've heard a quote which said you can have it all but not all at once and i'm just like yeah yeah, that is freaking true because, you know, our lives are long and we will have the time to do many of the things we want to. Like, I'm talking about, I don't know, traveling to all these places I want to travel and trying all these activities and doing these jobs, whatever it is. Like, my life is long. I've only lived 21 years on this planet. If I'm lucky, I have three times as much of that left. So I have the time to do all of these things. But it's just I'm probably not going to be able to do them um, in my 20s or in while well, I'm still in university. And even, I don't know, I've been like thinking, slowly, slowly thinking about next summer and just like planning, you know, thinking about the places I want to go. And I'm just like, I wrote such an extensive list and I was like, girly, you cannot do it all. You cannot see five continents in like one year and go to all these places and have these different experiences. Like you're a you're going to have run out of money really quickly. And be like, you just, you won't even be able to take them in all at once because like you, you need like time to reflect upon things. And I think that's also something I also wanted to mention. Coming back to all of that, like my life being quite hectic and just, you know, being busy, just doing a lot of things at once. I really don't mind that. Like I quite like my life, as I said, being active, things happening, meeting with people, engaging activities, blah, blah, blah. You get the gist. I like that. I like having things to think about and new exciting stimuli in my life um but i also 
it's equally important for me to have time to myself to reflect upon these like I'm a really really reflective person and I need to it almost feels like I need to process most things that happen in my life like I, I cannot just go about them and live through them and not give them a think if that makes sense like if something important happens in my life okay maybe that's the case for most people but like even if I have a really nice meeting with a friend let's say, and we have a really deep conversation, but it's nothing too crazy, right? I still think I need, like, the time after, let's say, we part our ways to kind of appreciate that conversation, for example, think about it, feel grateful for it, feel grateful for that friendship, whatever it is, like, I need to have these, like, post-event feelings (laughs) and kind of acknowledge them and give them time and space to pass through me. And only then I can give, like, let a certain... Um, experience or event go right like I cannot or I don't know say go to a concert concerts are usually you know they're really emotional for me and I really like have so many like realizations during it sometimes not every concert but like you know what I mean like concerts impact me quite to like uh, an extensive degree let's just say and I needed time to like journal about it and think about it and process it and only then do I feel like fulfilled by that experience? If I just went to the concert and moved on with my life and not gave it another thing, I think it would feel like it almost never happened, if that makes sense. If I didn't talk it through with my friends and all of that. I think that's not a bad thing, right? To be reflective upon your life and upon experiences because it makes you, you know, just kind of checking in with yourself, how you're feeling about certain things and what emotional state are you in at that given moment. But also I think I have a tendency to overanalyze things. And I think, for example, if quite like a big thing would be happening in my life, I also feel this need to talk it through with all of my friends. And as I said, I have quite a few. I know it sounds so like full of myself to say, oh, I have quite a few friends. But like, you know, I have quite a few like close relationships and people that I trust. And like, I don't want to, you know, some of them to miss out on a part of my life that's important to me. So it always feels like I have like at least five, ten people to update on. Um whenever something's happening in my life and it's just sometimes can be a bit overwhelming because it almost feels like I can never let things happen and have them stay just for me and keep them for me if that makes sense because I'm quite an open person and I like talking things through and if I trust someone obviously I don't share my secrets with strangers but like if I trust someone I am like I don't mind being vulnerable with those people But, but I also think it's important to find the balance between being open and vulnerable with your friends and not keeping secrets and stuff like that um, or just pretending like things aren't happening but also just you know keeping a bit of your life to yourself and not sharing every single thought you have over text because I also then tend to do that like whenever I feel strongly about something or like a new realization comes over me like I just the first thing that I'm that comes to mind is either journal or text my friends like my best friends and it's like so nice that I have people to text and people who are going to reply and people who like I can discuss these things with in the moment and they're not going to be like girly why are you telling me these like life reflections up on at 3 a.m like they're just going to be there for me but also why can I not keep them to myself you know what I mean like a part of me is wondering that sometimes like I don't know maybe I should work on that a little bit more and also another thing I need to work on is freaking boundaries because <laughs> I feel like I, as I said already, I've been overbooking myself socially and this is both, I mean mostly on my side as in like my fault because 
it's either me offering to do stuff with people or it's just me being unable to say no to people whenever they offer to hang out like i've talked about always feeling like i don't know i'm the one like offering things and like offering meetings and asking people out to to do stuff i've talked about that quite a lot but now i feel like i'm for the first time in my life maybe okay not for the first time in my life but like i'm in the phase of my life let's just say when it seems like i'm more busy with my life and lots of people are reaching out to me and asking me to do stuff and all of that and it's so lovely and i'm really appreciative of it because as i said that's all i've been complaining about for the past year but now paradoxically and funnily enough it's like i don't almost have the time to and like the time has come when i'm finally like so busy with my life that i don't like i don't even have time to ask people out sometimes and still it feels like my calendar is full and i just like i don't have a moment to myself sometimes and that's the thing that i'm talking about like i have difficulty whenever people do reach out and now they're reaching out like i just if i can't find it hard to just say like no because i'm just like oh i haven't seen that person in a while or like oh they'll think i'm like i don't know ignoring them or i even go deeper and think like oh my god i'm not gonna be in london in a year so like you know i'm not gonna be able to see that person anymore so like i should make the most out of it while we both live like 10 minutes from each other you know what i mean these types of things and because of all these components factors whatever i just find it really hard to set a boundary and be like hey listen I, like i'd really love to meet up with you and talk to you but right now it's maybe not the best time i'm being really busy and i think everyone would be understanding of it i don't know why in my head i often create these scenarios of like oh they're gonna hate me if i do it or they're never gonna invite me if i just rejected it like say no one mark this one time and I don't know this is it's not even people pleasing or maybe it is a little bit because i think it's so much better to also just say no whenever they ask you out rather than like canceling it last minute which i always try to avoid but sometimes you just have to because sometimes i'm just like so overwhelmed with everything going on that i'm just like i cannot handle another human's energy like i need time to myself right now okay last thing i want to mention because we're at like almost 40 minute mark and i kind of have to start getting ready for my day is that within all of those things within all of those events happening in my life whatever i know i'm being really elusive but whatever <laughs> whatever i have been quite surprised as i said again there's these two parts to me it feels like one of them is doing and the other one is kind of reflecting upon what i'm doing as a human being stick with me i hope i'm gonna explain it well and i've just been really amazed at how self-disciplined am i and i think that's something that people can notice and people do notice it around me and i've often had questions being like how do you do it like i don't know how do you stay on track to all the th all of those things or how do you manage to, I don't know, like study for things in advance and not procrastinate or how do you stay so, have so much energy and like all of those things. And like, I want to say it's self-discipline, right? And the fact that I've had these habits for a long time and I've kind of always been like that, like very organized and planning ahead and just really controlling of my activities, but like not in a bad way, but like, you know, like I'm prepared for lots of scenarios or like prepared for what's going to happen. Like I I'm not a good like improviser and I don't know how to explain it say for example there's an exam coming up I'm not the type of person to just be like okay right the exam is in two weeks so now I'm gonna cram no 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 I have to sit down a month and a half before the exam see how many days I can study for for that exam because like I also have to have to take time for myself so I'm planning 
weekends that I'm not gonna study in or like days when I'm gonna work and I know I'm gonna have less time to study so I don't wanna overbear myself. And then I, for example, take the whole workload all of the topics that I have to learn for that exam and I divide that between the days so that it's equal. And I'm curious about your reaction right now because I feel like I told this to my friend yesterday. This is like, this is how I literally prepare for exams, like in a very methodological, mathematical almost like way. And she was like, you're insane. Like, I'll just study because the exam is in like two weeks. And it's not to say that any of us is like better at studying or like getting a better grade out of it. It's just about the method and preparation and the way each of us goes about it. And I think she wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing and vice versa, I wouldn't be able to do what she's doing. Because if I suddenly realize that I have an exam in two weeks or like have to study for it, with you know no further preparation and like devote all my free time to it I'm just gonna panic I'm gonna stress about it I'm gonna get anxious I'm probably gonna like have a mental breakdown after three days of not resting all of that like I just cannot do that so I am as I said like I am usually very plan ahead with those types of things also when it comes to trips my free time like meetings with her like I just just plan ahead I do my to-do list every single day stuff like that and I also usually pull through with my to-do list which I know may sound like a little bit of like a toxic productivity hassle culture thing and and I think to an extent it is like as I said like I do have issues with rest and just like giving myself grace and just like not doing something that I plan to do because since it's on my plan that I have made time and space for it so I therefore should persevere with that because who knows when's the next like free slot in my freaking calendar say for example this Tuesday I had a really busy day, so I went to work and I worked from eight to four. Then I went home, had dinner and just rested for like 20 minutes. Then I went to the library because I had still some stuff to do. Not even like urging matters because it's different if I had like a deadline that evening, but like I had stuff that I wanted to do in advance. And even though I was exhausted after work because it does tire you out physically, I still went to the library, spent two and a half hours there like studying. Then I went to Little, did my whole weeks worth of grocery shopping like late evening and then I came home and I ate some you know I ate some more food and then I was just like because I was planning on making dinner for like the next like basically meal prepping but I also have come up with the idea of making a really elaborate meal which was um, a vegan squash mac and cheese pasta bake I know sounds very fancy and stuff like that take quite a while right like you have to bake your veggies blend the sauce like bake the pasta like it's a multi-step process it's not just like a one pot 20 minute meal and I was exhausted by the end of the day but I still was like I plan to do this pasta bake and I don't care that it's 10 9 p.m 10 p.m I'm gonna do the pasta bake and I spent the next hour and a half in the kitchen making the pasta bake and first of all disclaimer the pasta bake was fucking delicious like it's one of the best meals I've ever made so props to myself for that like it was a delicious thing I need to include it in some of my videos because it's like I feel like I've discovered one of my favorite new favorite recipes for sure like I've just been unable to stop eating it and I think I'm just gonna have it um, over like three days literally even though it's like a whole box of pasta and so much squash (laughs) what I was trying to say is that despite being tired from all these previous things I still checked off everything of my to-do list and I think now many of you are rolling your eyes being like this bitch is crazy she's toxic productivity blah 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 but it's just like no I wanted to do these things and even though I know I knew like I was tired and I knew maybe my body kind of was already like give me a break you know 
but I still pulled through and I, I was just thinking that how many people would do all of these things how many people would after having the same kind of day that I just had still make that freaking pasta bake you know I know it's a f- funny example but it's just like sometimes I just look at myself or like the things I do and I'm just like like how do you even accomplish that without running out of all of your energy like sometimes it's just exhausting to look at the things that I do myself looking at me and the things I do and I don't know it's weird because I feel like as I said already I call it self-discipline but it's not even it's not even self-discipline it just comes quite naturally to me just as for some of you other things come natural like wanting to sleep in on the weekend for me it comes natural to want to wake up early and do stuff and I really don't want to insult anyone here or just make you it sound like I'm this amazing productive person and everyone else is lazy because I'm really trying to not put any judgment on any of these stuff I'm not saying that waking up earlier and doing all these stuff is better or sleeping in is worse because sleeping in is better for some people and sleeping in makes them happy and makes them feel rested and if they woke up and did the things I did they would be grumpy they would hurt their life and they would be like overworked and if I were sleeping in I know I would be grumpy and I would be upset and I would be unhappy with my life, if that makes sense. None of these things are better than the other and that's the thing. I'm in this lucky position because I enjoy doing the things that our society considers like productive or worthy or like better or like whatever, you know, like we praise morning people, we praise hustlers of our culture, all of that. And I really hate that because I don't think that being more chill about your life and not doing as many things as I'm doing is any worse than that. I think the most important lesson from all of it is to each their own. And I'm only doing all of these things because I truly enjoy them. That's the point I want you to get. And that's the point I want to make across. Make across? I'm not forcing myself to do any of these things. Yes, sure. Sometimes I'm a bit low on energy because it's a lot. But it's also a lot because all of these things bring me joy and different kinds of fulfillment. And I just, I'm not willing to give them up and I'm okay with being a bit low on energy or just like being a bit overbooked or maybe having less time to myself right now because I get so much fun and joy and pleasure from these aspects of my life that I'm okay with that. You know, you you do have to make compromises sometimes. But the moment I stop being okay with that, like truly it starts bothering me, I know I'm not gonna be able to put up with it and I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna, you know, take a break, take it easy. Like Christmas break is also coming, so I know it's gonna give me time to rest and I'm I'm not gonna be able to maintain this go, go, go attitude for like the next um, (laughs) year, let's say. But still, I think it's just really important to listen to yourself and listen to your intuition and I think maybe the reason for which I've been running, as I said, so high on this energy and not really been getting worn out is because as I said again and again, the things I do bring me pleasure. So therefore, I exert my energy on those tasks, let's say going to a pole dance practice. But I also draw energy from a pole dance practice. It also gives me energy back. And if, for example, say I was going cycling, which is not my favorite activity, or if I was, I don't know, going to a guitar practice, which is not something I'm interested in, I would exert my energy but I would not get any energy back from it, most likely. Or maybe, you know, who knows, maybe I would be a guitar um, fanatic, but let's just say in this example that I'm not. Do you get what I'm saying? As long as you put your energy into things that bring you pleasure, joy, fulfillment, uh, all of that sense of meaning, you're always going to get something in return for the energy you give into that thing. 
I hope that made sense. And on that note, I'm gonna wrap this episode up. I'm actually quite satisfied with the direction it went in. I think it was quite an interesting monologue I've had. And I think it just helped me figure out some of these things out. Like even this last realization that I just shared with you, it's quite eye-opening to me. So this podcast is not only, I hope, um, giving you something, but also actually making me aware of certain things and helping me process. For me, this is like journaling, but like a bit more public, right? Because like 300 people are listening to each episode or even more sometimes, um, which I'm really grateful for and happy for. And also, if you like this podcast, please do rate it on Spotify. I would really appreciate it. And yeah, as I said, it's all for today's episode. I'm gonna um, get ready, take a shower, get my brekkie and start my day. And I hope you have a great day ahead as well. Uh, or a lovely calm winding down evening whatever it is that you know whatever the time it is that you are listening it during that was such an incorrect sentence anyways thank you so much you can find this podcast instagram at heartfeltpod i love you all and take care bye